Hello and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. This is in our own lives and the world in general. My name is Daryl and I'm here with my <laughs> wife, Karen. Hello. Hi. Hi. Dinner smells good. <laughs> I know. I'm it's hungry. Making me hungry. Cooking the dinner. We uh, were here on a Tuesday night recording and... Oh. That's baby in the background there. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe the baby sounds will be fitting yes, they for will. tonight's. Episode. Baby sounds will be fitting for tonight. Karen, do you do you want to do banter or you want to just jump right into it? <laughs> do banter. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, feel like this whole episode is going to be Yeah, it's a pretty serious episode. Banter. Uh, serious banter. Serious banter. A lot of frustration. Uh any anything big happened in New York last week that you can that you can <laughs> think about? Nothing I can think of. Karen? Well, I heard there was a, a law passed that uh, women and well men are involved too, but uh, women can kill their babies, murder their babies up until the day before they're they're born. Wait, 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 wait! wait. I thought that was called the um, reproductive health care. Reproductive health care. Reproductive Health Act. Yes. I think or that's healthcare. what they call it. I'm doing air so quotes. Wait, that doesn't it. sound like it should have anything to do with abortion. Right. It's But weird. hey, I happen to have it right here. You have the law right there? The whole yeah. law? Look at you. <laughs> All together with the law. Well, 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 someone told me yeah. that it's just the law that helps to save the mom if the mom's life is, is threatened. So it saves the, the mom's life. Is, well, is that true? How, well... I don't understand how killing someone else would help save the mom. Yeah, it's like at any stage of abortion, because usually, you know, that's one of the arguments you hear uh, in in favor of. So people that are like, oh, no, I'm against it in this case. But in this case here, if if the baby threatens the life of the mother, if the pregnancy threatens the life, then I'm okay with it here. And usually that's, you know, talked about early on in a pregnancy, you know, so yeah. even though some states actually do allow what New York just passed before New York did, but it's bigger news because it was announced in the way they, the Congress in New York, the government like celebrated and cheered. That was so um, sick. But, you know, so that's usually a case, which is, if that is the case at all, ever, it's very minor. It's a very small percentage of the women who have abortions you know 60 million since 1973 if not more than that have happened and that's the ones we we know about so i doubt that a majority of those cases were life-threatening to the mother right and and at no point like i isn't removing the baby the better safer option at any stage in pregnancy like, why do you have to kill it? Right, especially late term, um, right? So, so what is this? If it comes out and dies anyway, so that's one was, thing, you know? What does the law say that you have? It's after 24 weeks yeah. now, right? Mm-hmm. And after 24 weeks, usually a baby can be, a C-section can happen, and a baby can live outside the they womb. Can, and they have lived even earlier than earlier that. Earlier than that. Yeah. So, and what many doctors are saying, doctors, not just religious zealots here, like yeah. we're talking... Doctors 
have said there's no reason that you would have to kill the baby in those situations. If the mom's life is threatened, then they would have an early C-section, an early removal of the child alive. Right. Right, so there's really... And if you're going to go in and kill the baby inside the mother, isn't that more dangerous? Yeah, because I... Like, isn't it a more... <laughs> Right, and something I saw, again, a doctor putting this out, the procedure that usually happens is, and maybe you've studied more on this, is they, they inject the baby in the womb with like a poison, right? That, That's that one would, way. That would kill yeah. the baby. And then the next day, they would actually induce like, the mother to... This is something, yeah, a friend of ours had posted, um, and I was kind of trying to research that anyway, of what the method... The methods were for a later term abortion. You can call it murder. It's fine. That's what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, poisoning the baby. And then there's this poisoned baby that has to hang out inside your uterus for 24 hours at least. And mm -hmm. they check if it's still alive. And then if it's still alive, right? Um, it's just been in torturous pain for the last 24 hours. And then they inject the poison again and try to kill it again. It's like, right. oh my God. Like, I think I cried when I read that. Yeah. But then the other method, which I found out from Ali Stuckey's podcast I was listening to the other day. Um, Um, the method she cited was that they actually go in and make an incision in the baby's head, and then they use that suction tool to actually suck out their brain, and then wait for their skull to collapse. And then, when their skull collapses, they can remove the body, and then, you know, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's terrible. Uh... So this is like... And a, I'm thinking... A baby that can be born, like, mm. right there at that, at that stage. And, like, earlier in the pregnancy, too, like, there's methods where they crush the skull of the baby or inject poison, saline, so they burn alive in the womb. Now, I know out there, if you're listening, we're, we're getting graphic, but there's times when you need to be graphic. Like, some people, some... Uh, go out to the abortion mill, Christians go out to the abortion mill and hold graphic signs of ab aborted babies. To, and they don't do that to be obscene. They do that to show the reality of what is happening in there. Yeah, because if people don't understand exactly what's going on, you know, there's so many people that have said to me, oh, I, I can't look at that. I can't read that. I can't. They're just avoiding yeah. it. But, and I don't like to look at it either. Mm -mm. Like, honestly, like, no. it makes me sick. It makes me cry. It makes me, you know, I can't sleep. <laughs> like, it's just, but you have to know what you're fighting for. I mean, I mean, if you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to know what's going on. Right. Bottom line. Right. So We're not saying watch all of these graphic videos because there's certain ones you have to prepare for but i watched one yesterday where uh the abortionist and these are like i don't know if what they were making that film for but yeah uh he was reassembling the 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 murdered baby in the tray to make sure that all the parts were there and he's holding the face of the baby 
and you can see eyes like it's it's a human like there's no doubt that there's anything else but human like we can't even you can't use that argument anymore oh it's just tissue because you know what i'm just tissue like we're all tissue we're all made of tissue it doesn't matter like it's not it's not like you're removing an organ it's not like you're having a liver transplant it's yeah. a human being they have their own dna look and they're they're human it's their own body. That's what disturbed me too, because I went on Planned Parenthood's site um, first to see if how they described the procedure, and in every case they describe it as removal of the pregnancy tissue. And I'm like, wow, like that just sounds <laughs> like yeah. So so they'll still try to play that narrative. Yeah, but the pregnancy tissue. And and one thing I I believe that's going to eventually come out, and it's starting to, and and there are pro-abortion people they call themselves pro-choice which is mine like like people oh, i'm not pro-abortion i'm pro-choice well what's the choice choice the choice is to have it's an abortion your so you're not against that it's like saying well you know i'm i'm not pro serial killer but you know they, they can do it's their choice to do it <laughs> no one says that like yeah no one says that so you are if you're not against it then you're for it like I'm pro-choice too, but I think you just should decide before you. Oh well. Have yeah. <laughs> decide to <laughs> do the um, thing. Uh, <laughs> do the thing. <laughs> but, but where's that going? I, I lost my whole train of thought. Went off on that tangent right there. Uh, yeah. People I, say they're pro-choice. It was before that I was thinking something else. Oh man. But all right. Well, well, well let's. I just I want to throw this this verse. We kind of got into the. The nitty gritty early the, on, right but... away, because it's an important topic, and it just needs it needs to stop. And so, Psalm one thirty nine verse thirteen: For you formed my inward parts; you knitted me together in my mother's womb. So, life yeah. begins at conception. At conception, you have your own DNA. So, when you're in your mother, you are your own DNA. You're separate from the mother in that you're your own person. Now, I know, I know that, you, that one of the arguments is my body, my choice, right? And yes, you have to carry that baby, but it's still a human being. And it's, it's a selfish choice. Bottom line, majority of abortions are convenience, are convenience. Yeah, the reasons people give for having, like, for making that decision are just most of the time out of selfishness. Like, like I love this one. Like, Oh, well, I don't want to bring a child into this world and, um, and have them suffer. Or if people are, you know, on the poor side, like I, I can't afford this baby. I can't. Okay. Well, adoption, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, a lot of times, and you'll hear the women say this at the clinic. I, I do go to the clinic uh, in our local area. And while I'm there, what I do is I try to share the gospel. Because first and foremost, just to get this out of the way, this isn't going to end until hearts are changed. Mm -hmm. We should still strive to have it illegal because other sinful things are illegal, like murder. <laughs> like <laughs> To say we can't have laws against abortion to make it illegal... Because it's a heart issue, because it's a heart issue, 
isn't consistent because we it is every sin is a heart issue, but we still have laws to try to restrain evil. Mm-hmm. But yes, people will still find a way to be evil, but we should still have laws, and those laws should be biblical, which, yes, most of our laws aren't biblical justice. Um, but, uh, man, I keep losing my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, so I, I go uh, to the clinic, and I hand out information uh, as well to a real women's clinic that is going to help these women. They will help you during your pregnancy and up to three years afterwards. So it's not just... You know, we hear this argument a lot too. Oh, you're just pro-birth. You're not pro-life. No, that's not yeah. true. Like, we will help you. There are resources out yeah, there. Yeah, we there will find like... resources. Like, if there's any way that we could adopt your baby, like you and I, <laughs> like, we will do that. We will find a way. We will there find a family. There are people dying to adopt babies. Yes. Like, like, oh my gosh. So we will find a way. So there are choices. But this is what we hear. Oh, I, I can never put my baby up for adoption. So they would rather murder their baby than have a baby live a life where they can be loved. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a convenience for them. Like, so they want to, like, finish their career or, you know, they weren't ready to have children. But there are people willing that aren't ready either, but that will, will love your child. Like, who's ever ready yeah, for kids? You know. Like, you can prepare all you want, but still you have that kid, and you, you, your first one you freak out, and then your second one's a little better, but you, you're still, like, learning as you go to raise them the best you can, and there's still times, like, you know, you're, you might still have financial issues. Like, that's what I understand. Oh, we, 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 can't afford, is... we can't afford a kid, so let's kill it. All right, so say you have that child, and then... <laughs> And then 10 years from now, or five years or something, you lose your job. You, yeah. And now you can't afford that kid. You're not going to kill it. <laughs> like, are you? Oh, well, what if they, you know, they're poor and, you know, grow up on the streets? So should we, should we round up all the homeless people and, and put them in one building and blow it up? No, we don't do that. But yeah. but uh, let's since it won't have quality of life, we might as well just all kill the, it now. The people on life support, or well, there there are all... people advocating for yeah pulling the plug That's on life other... support. So we have this whole issue of beginning Mercy of killing. life killing babies, and then end of life killing killing grown adults. Without, yeah, and I feel like this choice. is just going to lead to so many more things like. Right. Just like all the other stuff that's going on in the world. It just, when does it end? There's mm-hmm. no end. And the, we already mentioned this, but like the selfishness is the, you know, one of the biggest root causes of this. Like, you know, even the guy that you said you watched the video that was holding the baby's head. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying, oh, well, now this girl can get on with her life and pursue her hopes and dreams yeah. and because she got rid of this life. Like, how how are your hopes and dreams more important than someone else's life? Like, first of all, not to get on another tangent, but the whole American dream thing, I think, is just a big, Mm -hmm. fat lie. And it's a brainwashing. And it's, that's a whole nother problem. Like, and that that just feeds the whole selfish beast as well. Because mm-hmm. you're thinking nothing's gonna like you look at all the commercials on TV. Everything is nothing's gonna stop me from achieving my dreams and my goals. No matter who I squash on the way, no matter like that's the mindset. Mm-hmm. You know when people want to become what they want to become. 
And it's all based on seeking worldly approval. Right. Like when are people going to sacrifice themselves for their mm-hmm. neighbor? Yeah. Or for their own baby? For their own child? Yeah. It, it and it's tough. boggles like, my mind. Like, like we fight selfishness all the time, you know, like still as Christians, you still want to need to kill self and put others first. Right. And yeah, I mean, it's a struggle. And, and I think and sure. it's, it's, I heard somebody the other day talking about like, if, you know, it came down to their wife or their baby, they would choose their wife. And that would be a tough situation. Yeah. And you pray about it. And I don't want to flippantly say, well, I would choose the baby, but I would hope to be sacrificial in that situation. <laughs> yeah. And be like, well, let's see what happens. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's hard, but that's what I wouldn't want to err on the side of others, you know, of of giving life. Christ laid his life down so that we may live. And if we as Christians are supposed to follow Christ, that's the way we need to live now. Now, with, with all that said, I will say this. If you have had an abortion or you... Let's not leave out the men, because men are involved in this too. Like, yeah. Which we often look past but a reason i think a lot of abortions happen is because men aren't being men yeah they're not stepping up to be fathers the the father you know the father role has even in our society in general is looked down upon now of having strong male influence because that's toxic masculinity (laughs) like uh, which we get mixed messages because maybe that's not toxic masculinity, but the real what's really toxic is men who leave, who don't step up, who aren't being men, mm-hmm. who are maybe coercing a woman or a girl into a situation, right? And with with all that, there is forgiveness. So if you've had an abortion or you were the guy that consented or was passive in a situation where maybe a girl told you she was pregnant and you were like, all right, well, do whatever you want to do. You're still guilty, but you can be forgiven by the blood of Christ. If you you turn to Christ and cry out to him for forgiveness of this sin and all your sins and turn from sin and turn to Christ, you will be forgiven. Now, you should not assume you're going to be forgiven if you're contemplating abortion and you go and do it thinking you will be forgiven. That's a dangerous thing to do. So do not assume that. Yeah. But the blood of Christ can cover this sin as well. There's no sin outside of the blood of Christ besides rejecting him. So put your faith in Christ because we were all stupid at one point in our lives, all young, and maybe some of us speaking now who are male, speaking now, (laughs) have made that mistake when they were young, before they were following Christ, and maybe they looked the other way when a girl told them that they were possibly pregnant or pregnant, and the girl told them they did what they did, and he did nothing. But he is forgiven by the blood of Christ, so you can be too. And a lot of it is, I think, ignorance. Like, People don't know. I mean, until now, I didn't really know what went on in an abortion. Right, until, so you don't know details? Like, yeah. But it's not a like... A year or two ago. It's not like I ever thought it was just tissue. Right. You know, like, I knew it was human. What else could it be? But the world <laughs> looks at it as such a, like, eh, thing. Like, because it's so 
whenever something is so common, right, it becomes less of a shocker. Yeah, like like what the world's trying to do with sexualizing everything. Mm-hmm. Like the more they put it out there, the more you become immune to it. Yeah, so, we've I been mean, desensitized to it. It's in the. I bet gov- everyone has friends that have had abortions or multiple ones or like right. You know, and it's. Like just taught in the government schools as if it's a normal thing. Oh. And some government schools have abortion clinics within them. Yeah, they will take your child. <laughs> yeah, they won't even tell the parents. And give them an abortion. They don't have to even keep you in the loop. Um, but that brings up um, that shout your abortion Ugh. girl. What's her name? I kind of... Went deep into Amelia Bono, I think. Amelia. So we were listening to Apologia, and he had was playing clips of her as she interviewed students mm. about abortion, like asking them what they thought it was, if they thought it was okay, and blah, blah, blah. And um, so this is what's going on in schools. They're having people come and talk to your kids about why it's okay to have an abortion. And And, and I was... I was... Um, like some of the kids' responses were encouraging because some of them said, well, why don't you give up your child for adoption? Like, why? <laughs> Jeez, ding, ding, that's a great idea, you know? Yeah. And um, like she said, well, well, do we really, at one point, it was like, do we really want to have all these babies? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> um. What even kind of question is that? You want to have these babies? Like yes. She, I, I, I pray for this woman. Like I, and she started this movement, and just people got on the bang the bandwagon. I mean, and it's this whole groupthink machine. You know, you get on the bandwagon, you can't get off. You have to think the way the group thinks, and then celebrities started getting on it, and you know, saying things like my constitutional right to do what i want with my body okay well there's no there was never any constitutional right like roe versus wade they like uh, mangled that thing they mangled the constitution so much that they just came up with what they use the 14th amendment like the privacy act the or the right to privacy Mm -hmm. i don't know how you get it's okay to kill your baby from that. And what's crazy I about mean, that is that that's just a court's decision, but that doesn't apply. That should not apply to states that already had laws against abortion. Right. Like, they so, had no business. Right. So, so there are states that right now on their books sure. that have laws that say abortion is illegal. Yeah. And there, there are ministries right now like uh, Apologia uh, and AbortionNow.com. Uh, with Jeff Durbin and uh, I just posted on our Instagram. Cool, and uh, on our and page. and uh, Luke uh, Pearson that's down there, and Zach Morgan, and Zach Conover, and a bunch of people from their church are going to the local legislatures and like calling them first to repentance. So they're preaching the gospel there, mm-hmm. but calling them to to uphold the law that's already on the books, and that's what New York <laughs> is doing, right? So New York. Yeah. Is making it so if Roe is overturned, mm-hmm. that now they will have laws on their state books that say I don't have to follow this overturnment of Roe because we have this now. Right, because now they have their own state. 
Baby wants to speak. Like, yeah. Let the babies live. I, and that's the other thing let that makes me cry because I, I look at this baby that we have now and I'm like, that could have been him. Like, right. I, God bless his mother for mm. letting him, you know. Right. It's crazy. It's like, amazing. I can't imagine that torturous mm. stuff happening to him or anyone else's baby. Like, right. There's, there's just, I want to go over some common arguments. Like, if you're Christians out there listening, which probably majority of our crowd are, uh, and, and these aren't uh, arguments that, I, that I've come up with. I, I'm actually getting this from standareason.org, which is an apologetic site. And what I did, I, I heard about what's called the SLED test, S-L-E-D. So there's four things that a lot of people will say, like, we can, why we can murder babies in the womb. Uh, their size. So they'll say the unborn is, is clearly smaller than a, a born human. So, you know, it's small. It's just a fetus, you'll hear, which is Latin for small, unborn human. Baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> so they speak Latin all the time. Yeah, they'll just say, say, why are you speaking Latin? Why are you speaking Latin? <laughs> uh, so they'll say, oh, it's small. Uh, but we, we don't kill people because they're small. Like, this baby's smaller than me. Like, our daughter's... You're smaller than me. Like, it's not a <laughs> reason kill to, me. to kill you. Level of development. The unborn is also less developed than a born human being. Uh, again, this this baby's less developed than us. Our daughter's less developed than us. We're not... Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, all of a sudden we can't afford them, we don't kill them. We just... Your brain isn't even developed till, like, 30, right? <laughs> like... Yeah, I'm still developing. I'm not fully developed. Maybe I'm overdeveloped. I don't know. But, uh, environment, like we don't we don't kill person because where they're located. So how how does that affect your value as a human? Yeah. Um, you know, we don't deny personhood because of where a person's located. Is that like poverty type argument? Like because they're born into like a. Uh, no, it's it's where they are at the moment. So, because they're in the womb, so they're inside the mother. So they're we can kill them. That's what the argument oh, is. Oh, okay, I got you. So where they're located. Uh, and then the D is degree of dependency, which <laughs> I always find. <laughs> I always find that the most ridiculous thing. Well, they're dependent on the mother. Well, I'm dependent on my wife. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that should kill you. <laughs> yeah. Like again, this baby's man. I can have extra a newborn, a, a month, a Darryl. month old, a six month old, a year old, our nine year old is still dependent on us. Like I'm trying to get her to do things by herself that I know she can do by herself, <laughs> but she's still like, like, oh, is my toothbrush set up? Like, you can do that. You can do that. But there's still things I still depend on people. Like nobody's ever independent like so you're always going to depend on so that's not a reason to kill somebody yeah, there's really no good argument like that i have found there's not and okay even, and also oh wait go ahead oh i was gonna say even like when people say my body my choice the government has no right to tell me what to do with my body i can't run down the street naked right now the, the government <laughs> i'm probably gonna get arrested you with your body. like i'm gonna get arrested i have to wear a seatbelt or else i get a ticket yeah. like now certain things yeah maybe they shouldn't be laws but but yeah. still the government tells us what to do with our body all the time and the and baby is not your exactly body. i was gonna say that i was like, gonna say it's just it's not, not it's not it's not your body it's not your body 
It's not. Look, and we don't want to sound unloving. We're just very frustrated with this. Like, you're not going to feel the torture of getting your limbs torn off by some tools. See, that that's what should be be clear. Like, I think abortion should be illegal, but. If they don't do that right right away, they should make a law that says, okay, as an abortionist, you have to tell your, that woman there exactly what you're going to do to that baby. Yeah. Which may not make a difference to some of these people. Or say, we're going we're gonna to feed it poison, and then we're going to crush its skull, we're going to tear <gasps> it out, we're going to put it all back on the tray so we have all the make parts. Make sure all the... And then we're going to show it to you. Let's go, <sighs> let's go a step further. Like, let's show it to this you. This is, Yeah. That bring that makes me think of Abby Johnson, who um, she's Catholic now, but she came out. She came out. <laughs> she worked for Planned Parenthood, mm. and then um, she herself did not even know what went on during an abortion, and it wasn't until um someone a new abortionist came to work at her Planned Parenthood, and he said he had new technology where you could actually be guided by the ultrasound while you were doing the procedure. So she had been told by Planned Parenthood that the baby doesn't feel a thing, um, it's fine, blah, blah, blah. So this guy comes in with this new technology, and now she's viewing what's happening in the womb during the abortion. Mm. So they go in with that suction hose, and she sees the baby... um, like trying to get away from these tools. Like obviously it's in distress and she's starting to like be like, wait a second. It looks like that baby can feel what's going on. And she just said, she just watched horrified as this baby was just kind of sucked to death. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I can't even, I can't even. So, you know, from, from then on, she just, she went from, from, being a director of a Planned Parenthood to now fighting for these babies. I mean, it's, and, and actually, um, she wrote a book and then, um, it's being turned into a movie which comes out end of March, I think. So Hmm. definitely go check that out. Um, I'm sure it's going to (laughs) be, uh, Pretty eye-opening, but um, and and hard to watch, I'm sure. And I actually also watched a um interview with the the woman that's gonna play the lead role in that movie. That's gonna play Abby Johnson, I guess. And um, she said through uh, through getting this role, her mom actually confessed to her that she almost aborted her. Wow. And she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like. Oh, she said her mom was on the table, like about to do it, and mm. then just, you know, at the last minute decided. I think, I think she said the nurse that came in was pregnant, and I don't know something kind of changed in her mind. Like, <laughs> well, I but, think now you hear stories of uh, like women that work at like Planned Parenthood or other abortion clinics. If they get pregnant, like they like, don't want they, they like will give them a hard time, like the people they work for will give them a hard time for Wow. Yeah, like, because imagine that, you're in there, and you're pregnant, you and then... You see this, like, yeah. And then, like, you're going to counsel Happily somebody. Happily pregnant woman, like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
What are you pregnant with? Is that... Is it tissue? Is it tissue? Are you, you having a box of Kleenex? Yeah. Or are you... <laughs> oh, it's a baby. What, we have a, a fetus shower. No, we have baby showers. <laughs> we, have a, we have a tissue shower. But uh, if you get a chance... Um, like speaking of women who have testimonies, check out uh, Gianna Jessen, who oh, yeah. actually survived oh an abortion. Like there was a, a botched abortion, and she survived. She was burned, right? Like with the the saline. I think yeah. they tried to do the saline burn, but she was oh, born. My gosh. And she is like, a strong. Yeah, and she has like I think some medical condition from it, like maybe like cerebral palsy or something like that. Yeah. But uh, but she's out there fighting for life. And this is somebody who survived an abortion. Uh, so again, if we, we, we maybe made some crude statements, uh, we're, we're passionate about this, we're fired up. And again, I personally experienced like kind of quasi confessed before, uh, but there's forgiveness in Christ. So we, we don't want to sound like we're, we're being snarky or condescending to women are facing this decision but we don't want to let people off the hook either because we we know what it is we know at this point it's it's taking of a life you're taking a human's life so seriously it, christians we need to be involved in this maybe you're not called to go out to the abortion mill uh i go out when i can and every time i go i'm nervous i'm Mm. I'm scared. And I I don't go by myself. Usually, there's maybe a, a few people out there, or at least one guy that I that faithfully goes out there. And we just want to show these women and these these young men or older men love. So I share the gospel. I hand out gospel tracks. I got some tracks from endabortionnow.com. Um, so they're getting the gospel because again, that's the only thing that's going to end any of these sins that are going on in the world. It's only by the, the blood of Christ, by the power of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit in our hearts, changing our hearts and minds to love God and worship Him. And then through our worship, our lives change forever. And our views and our thinking and we're renewed by the Spirit. Uh, I, can't, I can't think of the verse right now. What's the verse? Romans 12. <laughs> Be renewed. Be renewed in your... Oh. By the Spirit of your mind. I just keep thinking of Reese. scrolls. Yeah, yeah like, renewing your mind. Renewing your mind. But it's, but it's only the power of the gospel that is going to, going to change. So that's why I go out there to share the gospel. And I've had a lot of conversations with either passersby, because where we, where I go, like it's right street side access, and the authorities rarely give us a hard time unless something's going down out there that I didn't agree with, something happened there, that some... Uh, people did, Roman Catholics did, and I don't think it really, in the long run, did anything. But luckily, the police don't give us a lot of uh, a hard time out there. But you can, you can go, and you don't have to talk to the women, but get a group, and hopefully somebody in your group will go. But if there's a presence outside of a local mill, it will help deter. Don't break any laws, though, in doing this. We can do this in a... Yeah, make sure you know the rules. Yeah, in, or a, you could stand. in an obedient way. And mm -hmm. as long as you're abiding by the law, and if cops give you a hard time, make sure you know the law because we don't want them violating our rights to protest, our rights to assemble. Uh, but we need to do something. And prayer, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely pray about it. 
Uh, we need to start writing to our legislatures. We need to go as as uh, apology and end abortion now is doing. Uh, and we need to uh, just be the hands and feet of Christ and and if you're in the Show financial love. situation where you can support a group like, um, what's the one Sheologians always talk about? Storks, something about storks. Or maybe it's not Sheologian. I don't know. We'll look up all these links and, and post them. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're there gonna are organizations that, yeah. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. Yeah. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say before. <laughs> I mean... The roots of abortion. I mean, what's the difference between Hitler and Margaret Sanger? Like, well, well, Margaret Sanger was a eugenicist who basically, you know, didn't like black people, and that's yeah. part of her target. And if you if you and look Hitler where like if you look where most abortion clinics and Planned Parenthoods are, they're in the inner city. In New York, I think New York City, more more African Americans yes. were aborted last year than born. Like, and that's that's that should that's open an your issue. eyes. Like, look, I mean, I'm not all up on this whole social justice thing, but that seems like it should be, you know, a Black Lives Matter issue as well. Like, right? Man, it's just it's frustrating. So there, there's, yeah. And, and where I go, it's in the city, and yeah, you know, oops, turn your phone off. And, and a majority <laughs> of the people who go in are minorities, either African-American or Hispanic. And usually, you know, they're very loving towards us. Like they don't mm -hmm. give us a hard time for being there. A lot of times people have thanked us for being there, even like people walking by or homeless people. But usually the people that give us a hard time seem to be white people, which, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm, like trying to figure that out. And they, like, they don't, I don't think they live in Trenton. Like they're driving there mm -hmm. from, from uh, other places, but they don't live in the city. I, but they're the ones that like, are always like, oh, mind your own business. Go home. Yeah. It's a woman's body. Yeah. But other people have thanked us for being out there. <laughs> like, and then how about Iceland? That's disturbing also. Oh, Iceland, like it's, it's they... a miracle. They got rid of Down syndrome. Oh, my God. They got rid of it <gasps> by killing <sighs> children with Down syndrome. I mean, syndrome. even if there was a hint of something in a test while, while the mom was pregnant, suggesting that they might have some kind of, um, yeah, you know, disorder, they, they killed it. Like... Why is that something to boast? Like, you talk to any parent who has a child with Down syndrome, or, people, or any parent they, who has a child with a disability. It, like, actually, it, this it, came up in in Bible study the other night. Like, you know, we we're talking about just kids who, yeah, have disabilities, and their parents say they wouldn't trade it for the world. Their their lives are so much better because of that child. I mean, it's all part of God's plan. Like. If we right. if and we it, run with that mentality, then we would just kill off like <laughs> it. It draws you all the more closer to God. Yeah. Right. When there's adversity, you have to face, and it's something you can't do on your own. And like, that's the other thing: we're not draw. here 
to have a comfy, happy life. We're it's your not, best life now, Karen. We're not here that's, to get that's rid the of... the American dream, Karen. It's... <laughs> I know. Make I'm as much free... money as you can. Grab as much toys as you can. He like, who dies with the most toys wins, right? What kind of life right? is that? Get what? ahead in your career. Be the CEO of your company. Yeah, get rid of your disabled children. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to hold you back. Your children are going to hold, hold you, you back. back. So uh, when you get all this stuff, you have so many, nobody to hand it off to. Like, <laughs> no heritage uh, until you're ready. When you're ready, then you can design your kids now, Karen. You can get designer that's kids. That's the next. Well, that's the designer next Designer kids. They're going to start aborting kids because they have the wrong color hair. Well, or sometimes they... they'll sometimes they do that. People people will find out they're having a girl and say, oh, I don't want a girl. Like, yeah. Well, China had that. Like, yeah. They had a policy. And now I think I heard last year or something, they reversed it, where now they're they're giving incentives for people to have kids. Because they weren't. Like, like, all right. Well, bottom line, it's judgment. Right. He's giving them like, over we, to their evil. We will evil. be judged as a nation for this and as a world for the blood that's on our hands. And like, and the church needs to take responsibility for this. Francis Schaeffer said, above every abortion clinic reads a sign that says, open by permission of the church. So there is a, a huge resurgence of a lot of people who are stepping up in the church. But it's judgment on our nation for abortion. But abortion is also judgment because so many millions have died. Like more than any war, more than like anything, it's yeah unfathomable. Imagine, if, uh, I can't even like talk. But that like, you just keep killing people off, and like, like it's nothing. Yeah, like that's the thing. It's just, I think most people and, have no feeling about it. Like, right, and and there are loving people who will help. And so that can't be an excuse anymore where it's like, well, you're not going to help. And this is what you hear. Well, who's yeah, going to help them? Nope. There's, there's so many people already in the adoptions agencies. Like these kids are looking to be adopted. Well, yeah, maybe people should step up and do that, but there are people doing that. Or like that one talk with Jeff, with the Planned Parenthood ladies um, who had like the shirts, I'm with, with Planned Parenthood, you know? Mm-hmm. And they were like, what are you going to do? Like, And he was like, oh, well, we have a legal team standing by yeah. that will do the adoption right now. Like, it's completely paid for. They're like, mm-hmm. ha, 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 yeah, right, yeah, right. And he's like, no, we really do. Like, right. they're, yeah. <laughs> and she, you know, they just, they don't believe you. Mm-hmm. My, my friend Bob, his, his line back to that is like, when, when we're at the clinic and somebody will say, well, why don't you go adopt? He says, well, I can't adopt a dead baby. Mm. Yeah. You can't. Like, you have to have your baby. And then... Yeah. We'll do that. <sighs> but we we still need to call it what it is. And it's it's murder. And It is. And, and yes, we baby. will do all these other things. Christians are willing, ready, and able to adopt, to foster, to be the hands and feet of Jesus showing love. But we still need to call it what it is. And and you don't have to do those things. We will do those things. We don't have to do those things in order to call murder, murder. Because I, I saw a post the other day that a well-known evangelical said, we can't call it murder until we do this, 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 this. 
well, no, it is murder. Like, so it's, we can call it that. It's yes, horrific. Torture is murder. It's not just. Mm-hmm. I mean, they couldn't even find a way to like make the baby not feel it. Like, not that that would make it any better, but like. Well, a lot of them say the baby doesn't feel pain. Like, a lot of doctors or scientists or people that are just making excuses say, well, the baby can't feel pain, which is also a ridiculous argument because, like, if somebody can't, like, somebody's in a coma and they can't feel something, like, I'm not going to go up and stab them just because, like... Just because they don't feel it. Well, they don't feel it. Like, Let's have some fun. <laughs> you, you, we don't do that. Like, and, th- and then the other thing is, you know, everything boils down to money. So I'm thinking when they kind of worded the uh, health care act like, oh, if it's in the interest of the mom, if, if it's impeding her health or, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, well, they're just using that wording so they can really kill the baby for any reason at the last minute. And I'm wondering, like, because it came out before about them selling the parts and stuff and i'm like well do they need like more developed parts to sell like is this all part of the business like that sounds crazy but like uh, yeah like if they're doing abortions like the way Allie was talking about how they're like collapsing the skull and then pulling the baby out whole Mm -hmm. those those parts you know if they're not poisoning those organs would be healthy, you know, usable organ. I don't know. It's sad. It's sad. It's sick. It's sin. Oh. But the bottom line, probably it's the bottom line a lot in this episode. The bottom line. It's sin. We see how depraved the human heart can be and probably it's... not even as depraved as it can be. Like, it's, we're restrained. Even the vilest sinner isn't as vile as they can be, but we see how how disgusting this is and how depraved we totally are and how our human heart needs to be regenerated. We need mm-hmm. the love of Christ. We need the Holy Spirit to open our eyes and open our hearts and grant us repentance. This is the groaning. Like, I just see a world that is so desperate, like just at the bottom, desperate, mm. looking and searching, and they still haven't found what they're looking for. Sorry, <laughs> like they listened to Bono, but they like, still haven't found what they're looking for. Well, and he, uh, uh, well, we won't even go into Bono, but like, you know, hey, I love Jesus, but he's for abortion. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, well, he's part that's of the, frustrating. He's part of the group think. Yeah, to be a celebrity today means conforming to the to the group think because you're sacrificing they even said to the actress that's going to play in that movie the movie's called unplanned um you know playing they told her playing this part could end your career (laughs) she's like i don't care i know what i stand for and Mm -hmm. good for her you know Mm -hmm. yeah your career is not more important than hollywood life hollywood won't uh won't appreciate you anymore. So you have to, you know, this could be another episode, but the celebrity <laughs> Christian who's like Hollywood celebrity Christian, like kind of, it's vaguely one. So they never really take that stance. So they'll say Christian-y stuff, but never. Yeah. 
really and they probably That's hope they I don't like, get asked the hard questions. Sometimes I'm I'm hesitant to be like sharing all that. Anytime a Christian like thanks God for like whatever in a speech, I'm hesitant to be like, oh yay that person because you really don't know where they're coming from a hundred percent. Like right. they could just be saying that, but then mm-hmm. there's nothing to back it up. Sad. We just need to, we but, need to pray. Yeah. And and like Bono for perfect example. <laughs> yeah. But but just be don't be too discouraged as as Christians because we know we right. we win in the end because Christ wins. Christ already bought us by His blood if we have put our faith in Him. So we are redeemed, and He's not done redeeming. So there is hope, and it looks dark right now. But as the reformers cried, "Post tenebas lux." I said that wrong. Post tenebras lux. <laughs> After darkness, light. Right. So there is light that will shine out of this. And God is sovereign over this. Even this evil, he is sovereign over it. He does not create evil, but he is evil, but he is sovereign mm-hmm. over it. And he uses it. He will it. use it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what, what they, the evil that they mean, God means it for good. You know, as, as Genesis 50 states. When uh, Joseph said that to his brothers, what you meant for evil, God meant it for good. Mm-hmm. So it will be used for the glory of God. But we need to stand up as Christians and get out there. I'm just going to read this verse from Proverbs. And usually I post this verse when uh, I let people know I'm going out to the mill. Rescue those who are being taken away to death. Hold, ba- hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. If you say, behold, we did not know this. Does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who keeps watch over your soul know it? And will he not repay man according to his work? So we know. That's Proverbs 24, 11 to 12, by the way, from the elect standard version. But we know what's going on there. We need to rescue those, these babies being taken away to death. They are stumbling to the slaughter. And those who are going there doing this need to be rescued also from the wrath of God. And the only way to do that is through the proclamation of the gospel that Christ lived a perfectly righteous life, died a sinner's death. He is now risen and seated at the right hand of the Father. And the call that goes out is repent and believe. It's like our friend shared with us a popular bumper sticker the other night <laughs> at a uh, band practice um band practice. choose life your mom did <laughs> right it was reagan said i noticed everybody who's for abortion is live yes <laughs> actually it's good old, i can't like good resource i found and i like screenshot all the quotes that he um shared but um Dr. Duke Pesta, and he's actually the one that kind of opened my eyes about what was going on in public schools. And he was a big reason I chose to homeschool. But um, he has a whole series on, I don't know if it's freedomproject.com or, but if you just like pretty much Google Freedom Project, not Google, don't Google, they'll track you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you go on YouTube and search Freedom Project, um, 
he has a four-part series on the history of abortion, and I learned a lot from that. So I'll post uh, a link to that. I'm trying to see if I could find a quote real quick that I could share with you. Well, here's, here's one from Margaret Sanger, 1920. The most merciful thing that a large family does to one of its infant members is to kill it. Because we're animals. Um, but yeah, there's like countless. We're just stardust anyway, Karen. <laughs> just accidents, cosmic accidents, so it doesn't matter. And that's the other thing. Like, if you're an atheist, right? It, it would make sense. It would make sense to abort and to not abort. It would make sense to abort because you're like, well, if this is my only life, is this, mm -hmm. if this is all there is, there's nothing i'm gonna make the best of what i have right now and that same kind of mentality and nothing's gonna get in my way mm. <laughs> so if i get pregnant as a young person i mean that's gonna ruin my life right you know so i can understand that but then again if you're an atheist what does it matter anyway? Like, what is this whole yeah, what life? Does your life matter what is anyway? your life that's a good point why do you care about your life if you're an atheist right. like I guess because the mentality is eat, drink, and be merry. Like, for tomorrow we die. Yeah. Like, so let's just... Why can't you let someone else eat, it. drink, and be merry? Right. Because that's... Because then they'd have to give up something. And why do that? They got to die with the most toys, and that's it. And then they have a collection of toys, and they just turn back to dust, and... Yeah. Their life was meaningless. Well, that's like back... I actually never finished my thought before when I was saying the world is desperate. Yeah, this is... this. Describes oh. the unbeliever. Okay. Here, Romans 1, 18, starting in verse 18. But the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. But they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore God gave them up to their lusts of their hearts of, to impurity, to dishonoring their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever amen so right there god's saying and paul's writing that god gave them up to their debased mind because they even though they know god they're suppressing the truth in their unrighteousness in their sin so they hold that truth down and they worship the creature so they're worshiping themselves so abortion is a picture of what paul is describing there they're worshiping themselves it's self-worship it's me 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 it's all about me. So if you know I get pregnant by having sex, that leads to pregnancy um, because that's how it happens. Uh, little little health class lesson for you. Uh, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, well, I don't want this consequence, which is a beautiful blessing, not a consequence. Uh, so they kill it because they're worshiping self and they're denying their creator. So they're obviously not worshiping God, they're worshiping self. And then you're, you're elevating pleasure 
the moments of pleasure over like the whole world has the wrong <laughs> it's backwards it's reversed it's again that's why it's a heart issue at its core it's it's a gospel issue that needs the gospel to address it but at the same time we need to also call for it and call it what it is murder and call for it to not be something that's celebrated in our land or allowed to happen. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, God meant sex for man and woman, a man and inside woman the covenant in relationship of marriage. Marriage. Right. And so when we mess with that, things happen. <laughs> like So yeah. Like there's so much I mean, the family unit was designed by God. Man, woman, be fruitful and multiply. And then that continues on in that covenant relationship, one man, one woman, for life. But our corrupt society and, and our flesh and also the works of the devil distort family. And that's what it was from the beginning. Like, the roles got reversed when Adam allowed Eve to take the fruit and then he ate it and then blamed her for it and blamed God for giving her to him. Like, but it was that same old trick that he does. Did God really say, and he, and he tries to skew the family and, and distort and break up the family unit. And that's what's going on. We see that all across this nation and the world that the family unit is getting as has been for since creation. Like, yeah. Then, Trying to be destroyed. Oh. And this just encourages this behavior outside of marriage and outside of relationships and, and makes people just do whatever they want, whenever they want. And because they know there are ways to take care of the consequences. And now, like colleges like Yale and whatever, have vending machines with the morning after pill. Really? Yeah. I thought you needed to get that at the it was over counter, right? Plan no, B. No, that's the new thing. It's they're putting vending right. machines. Yeah. I read about that because yeah, that that works. It's supposed to work like regular birth control does, but I don't know the whole science about it. But still, like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the sexual revolution continues. Meanwhile, I'm sure it's it's so bizarre, it's good right? For human trafficking so, and all so, that. Stuff. So there's that, like have sex with whoever you want to. But then there's like the Me Too movement, which, like, is trying to fight against some aspects of that, like, right? So it's it's all it's nuts, so man. Backwards. Yeah. It's and not... and there's a lot of hypocrisy too, because it's like, how much money do people spend? trying to conceive with all these infertility treatments and stuff like that like but then how many babies are being slaughtered at the same time it's like ah well i think we need to wrap up yeah you need to pick up room i gotta go get a kid from a dance school but i will end with we should end with an encouraging encouraging verse and these are the words of Jesus, John sixteen thirty three. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me 
you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. So take heart in Christ. Yeah. If, if you're a Christian, keep running to Christ. Pray for this end. Get involved. Get, get in this movement. Check out uh, endabortionnow.com and just go on that website, sign up with your church to, to get help from them. They've, they've been doing this for a long time. They're uh, uh, veterans at this, getting into the fight, and now their big push is for, for people to go through their local legislation. They actually have a, uh, oh, yeah. a, a thing on their website where you can just put your name in, and they will send letters to your local congressman and uh, 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 like Senate representatives. It will send them letters. Uh, so all you have to do is put your name in there, but also sign up your church to get, they can send you signs and tracks and things that'll help you. And they're uh, very approachable guys that you can, you can talk to their, their ministers out there. Uh, they've, they've helped me out a lot. Um, so endabortionnow.com and there's other resources as well, but uh, that's the one and we'll, we'll link to them. But yeah, get get in the fight and just preach the gospel and, Pray. Yeah, because there's only there's only one cure for all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all we, need Jesus. <laughs> y'all need Jesus. Every knee is gonna bow, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So you either do that now, or you're gonna do it later. I would suggest you do it now. I mean, if you want to sit on your couch as a Christian and just be comfy, and that's for, okay too. But you know what? As John Piper would say, don't waste your life. <laughs> don't waste your life. life. <laughs> get in there. Just get in there. Just get in there, yeah. We should, yeah. Not saying we're whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we don't yeah. do it perfectly, and there's there's times uh, we feel we can do more, and we don't do it to uh, earn God's love. We do it because we love God and we want to be involved. And so we can use your prayer too. So Me pray too. for us to to continue in this fight and then just live in this christian life because it's it is hard you're going to pick up your cross but it's it's totally worth it this isn't our home this is our mission field we are (laughs) we are on mission every minute of every day this isn't Mm -hmm. (laughs) we don't have to go to ecuador even though it's fun and (laughs) but but the mission is here now wherever you are so So we thank you for listening, and uh, we hope you will take heart in this message. We hope we have, um, you know, we hope we have helped or, you know, maybe even changed a mind. But um, Yeah, so follow yeah. us on uh, Facebook. What are we even doing here? Listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud and leave a review. Uh, give us some feedback. And uh, so we have an Instagram, too. Yes. I think it's what are we even underscore doing here? Yep. Yeah. And so see some goofy pictures on that page. Cool. Like us, share us. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. I learned stuff. I hope you did too. <laughs> all right. In the meantime, we pray that you will seek the kingdom of God and continue to learn what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. 
right? Yeah, because there's only there's only one cure for all of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Y'all need Jesus. Y'all need <laughs> Jesus. 